This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. You're listening to episode 26. And we're back. Of the in-between podcast where you'll hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. My name is Daniel M. And I'm Christina M. Well, last week you heard us introduce that we were going to be doing a podcast on 10 ways to be less stressed. And I know you were just twiddling your thumbs waiting for 6 to 10, weren't you? (laughs) And we got to the 30-minute mark and we were like, hey, this can actually... This can be like a 40-minute episode where we zoom through the latter five, or we can actually give the latter five the attention that we want to Mm -hmm, and split the thing up. Completely. So here we are back again at the M Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. A.K.A. our kitchen. Yes. (laughs) On our really nice, what do you call these? Barstools? World Market Barstools that I saved up for four years and waited for sales. Yes. We should put a... We, we should put them on the show notes, a link on the show notes so people can see them. Sure. Yeah. We'll do. And they're a little expensive, but once again, we did wait four years to get them. Well, so. and I bought two different types of bar stools in the meantime, trying to, and what were way cheaper. Yeah. Um, Those ones were bad because they gave you sweaty butt. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and they had no back support. So it's one of those things like, okay, I tried. Uh, to go the cheaper route, but these are the ones that I wanted for, you know, a lifetime. Oh, hashtag first world problems, really? Okay, <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So today we're going to be finishing out the 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 ways to get stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, not ways to get stressed, but ways <laughs> to be less. Yes, yes. That's how we should you do want- the last five, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be stressed, just do the opposite, okay? Yeah. And then let us know how it feels to be stressed because we have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't listen to episode 25, here's a quick recap cap exercise meditation practice gratitude sex and palms down palms up mm-hmm. so let's get into six actually right before we do six at the end of episode 25 we did encourage you to go recommend a podcast or, or teach someone else how, how to, you- to download a podcast right once again we'd love it if you were to tell them about ours but yeah if you haven't yet done so, maybe look at think you know go through Facebook or Instagram and and think through all your friends who um, you could actually talk about this podcast to, or mm-hmm. you can talk about other podcasts you know to to them. So we would love that. Kind of helps everyone. All right, so let's go number six. Realize, admit, and accept that you can't do everything and ask for help. So I alluded to this in the previous podcast about how difficult this is for me. And I think it stems from, uh, I don't know, doesn't everything stem from childhood? I don't know. <laughs> Psychologists would <laughs> probably say does, that. Yeah. Right? But I was raised to be a really independent person. And which has served me really, really well in many different cases. However, when it comes to asking for help, there's a part of me that has a real struggle to do that because I feel like I should be able to overcome this. Um, I shouldn't be stressed about this. I can, you know, make a list and break it down 10 different ways. I can see how to fix it and I can just push through. But that 
causes a lot of uh, anxiety, which turns for me anger. So I usually burst out because I'm really stressed, mm. as you can attest to that. Yeah, or you get very terse or Ooh. abrupt. Yes. Like, okay, fine. Yes. And I usually hang up without guessing. Yeah, goodbye. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you haven't done that for years now. That's true. But you'll just kind of get really terse and short winded. Not short. Yeah. Short winded. Short winded. Right? Yeah. I guess that's very to the point. Yeah. Really to the point. Maybe too to the point. Yeah. And a little bit, a little bit emotionless. Mm -hmm. as well at times yes and so um i've really been trying to work on this because nobody needs that part of christina <laughs> to really you know come out and also i feel like for me it's healthier to admit that i need help and healthier to admit that uh maybe somebody else's expectation on me isn't what i need right now and um, needing to say no Mm. So, for example, uh, do you remember, I think was it last week or the week before, I was frantically packing to for uh, our oldest and myself to go uh, for the weekend to Central Kid Camp. And I was a counselor, so I wasn't just packing for her and I. I was taking care of four uh, second grade girls. Mm. And so basically I was like mother hen and I had to pack all these different things and just remember. And also that y'all were staying home too. And so trying to, you know, make sure that y'all have enough laundry and you have food in the fridge and a few like quick meals and whatnot just to make life easier because you were still working. Mm -hmm. And uh, a certain document came in the mail that day that we were waiting for and you wanted me to scan it. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I, I remember that. And as many of you guys know, we are Canadian. I know mm -hmm. Christina says y'all really well. Well, I've been practicing. <laughs> you have been practicing. <laughs> uh, we've lived here. It's it's Almost coming up years. to yeah, it's coming up to four mm -hmm. years down in the States. But we are Canadian and we are trying to get our green cards. It's a long process. So yes. a document like your birth certificate came mm -hmm. from Canada and we had to get it to the lawyers. And on my in in kind of my opinion, I was like, well, we have to get it to them. We got it. It's it's super easy. All you gotta do is scan it. Let's just you know, take one minute, it'll take one minute to turn, you know, open up your computer and mm -hmm. scan it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I think I was doing stuff for the podcast. Uh, a few, we were guest posts on other people's blogs that we needed to do social media for. I mean, we were so grateful for that opportunity. We can link it in the show notes as well. Uh, but I mean, that stuff has to be done, you know, when it's someone else's stuff. You want to be diligent in that. And so I was trying to get all that done. And then you were telling me it's only going to take a minute. But then I was thinking, well, then I have to stop this. The kids are in a good place right now. Um, I need to do a hundred different things on my list. And so at first I was like, yeah, sure. Mm, okay, fine. And then I could just feel my like skin boiling. And like, you know, I don't know if you ever feel stressed and like the blood rushes to your head and mm -hmm. you feel like your head yep. is going to explode. Yes. And you just have to start deep breathing or else you're going to yell or pass out. Yep. So I was at that point and I knew I was like, this is not going to end good. So I asked you and I said, does this need to be done now? Like if it is... Because you were coming home in like four hours, I mm -hmm. think. Like, if does every second count for this document? Because if not, I need to say no right now. Yeah, and that was very mature of you. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, whoa, 
That was very clear. I was gonna say, how many times have I said that, right? If you're like shocked. <laughs> yeah, you were you were super clear. And I was like, well, you and and the way you said it, I was like, she's really stressed. Right. <laughs> uh, let but me I just didn't do that have to you. blow up. At yeah, you. you didn't blow up. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I I just can't. It's too much right now. Yeah. And thankfully you were um good at receiving that. And then our document got to the lawyer just four hours later. Exactly. Later, and all is well. <laughs> yeah. So at, at, at that moment, was it really just a matter of you feeling the blood rush to your head that kind of triggered, hey, I should say something? Or, I mean, what kind of caused you to act differently at that time versus other times? Uh, I think because I knew that I was going away for the weekend. And if you came home and I had done all this and been super stressed, I probably would have yelled at you and just been super upset and just been stressed and taking all that out on you. And then I would leave for the weekend and then it would just be, you know, it, it would take three days to come back and to solve it all and whatnot. Or I could just, it was a mis miscommunication. Mm -hmm. If I had just said what I was feeling and asked for help, then that would have settled it. So it's like, you know, say three sentences yeah. and admit that I need help and that I'm stressed or, you know, have a long drawn out fight. Yeah. <laughs> so I chose the first, which yes. I'm looking back. I hope I continue to choose the first. <laughs> That's great. That was really good. All right. Number seven, media fest. Mm-hmm. So that means basically uh, putting away your phone putting away your computer, putting away your laptop. And uh, just, you know how it is. It's so easy to compare what people have and what you have and what you don't have or what you're not doing. And especially Pinterest. I will say that, that Pinterest for me used to be a huge addiction, not so much now. Um, but I just wanted all these different things uh, pinned and I wanted to find, you know, the best wreath for every season and uh, what pillow coverings will go with the my Christmas de decor. I mean, yeah, it's like visual steroids, really. Everywhere you turn, there's these beautiful, beautiful ideas. And but what I was finding was that I was really dissatisfied with my house. I'm like, oh, man, if I were to distress this, if I were to build, you know, my ottoman with this or recover it, then it would look so much better. But then it was just cyclical. Like I couldn't yeah. stop. And then I would feel guilty for not doing it or I feel angry or stressed that we don't have enough money to do this. But it's it's simple. It's so simple. Right. That's what they say. It's not simple. And it's not cheap, but that's sort of, they're showing you the finished product. And so I really had to step away from Pinterest for a while and just stop pinning. I remember that. I was like, I am mm. not going to pin for a week and just be done with that. And how did that feel at the end of the week? Um, or initially when you made that decision and then at the end of the week? Initially, I mean, I think you create habits for yourself, right? So I would want to go into Pinterest and be like, okay, what can I make today? Or, you know, what outfit should I wear? Or, you know, and then it opens, you go through the Pinterest hole and it shows you all these different things. But being able to step away from that and just realize like to be thankful for what I have and knowing that really like, why am I spending my time and energy on making my home look a certain way? Um, and then getting frustrated or angry when the kids come and mess it up or, you know, people stop by for dinner and, you know, it just didn't make sense. Like, why am I creating this space? Really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially when it's not 
life or death. It's not like eating. It's not, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, it's a phone, right? It's mm-hmm. an app. Mm-hmm. So even then, you know, Christina, for you is Pinterest. For me on Sundays, I don't open the email app at all. And mm-hmm. that's because I'm always on email for work. And I mean, even at night, I'll kind of check because there's some emails that I have to answer right away mm-hmm. with for, for work and, and other ones where other times I just want to clear up my inbox. Uh, but honestly, maybe it's a nap that you need to say no to or, or close off for a particular day of the week, mm-hmm. or maybe it's even just turning your entire phone off for the entire day as well. Uh, what, I mean, what, what kind of rhythms can you set for yourself in light of that? There's this book by Andy Crouch called The TechWise Family, and I'm working my way through it. Uh, but he does kind of recommend, I was trying to find the reference while we were talking here, but I but I couldn't find it specifically. But he basically gives this reference of, or this rhythm of how, of, of the kind of the tech fast, that hmm. a tech fast that he has as, as a regular rhythm for his for his self and for his family. Mm-hmm. So he does something like, and, I'm, and I may be wrong, so um, I mean, you can pick up the book to see specifically what he does, but he does something like uh, an hour a day, um, you know, a day a week. Uh, I don't I don't know if or maybe it's a weekend, uh, maybe it's a weekend, uh, a month and a week, a year. It's something like that. He has some sort of rhythm hmm. where he actually turns all media tech off for a period of time on, you know, as a regular rhythm. Mm -hmm. So for me, what I find really is um, I try to really make a conscious effort to put my phone away when we have guests over. And so um, if we're talking around the dinner table or whatnot, my phone is somewhere else. And then maybe we'll snap a picture or something before they go. Mm-hmm. But it's I I get distracted really easily. And so if my phone is right beside me and someone's dinging me or calling me, then I naturally feel inclined that I should answer it or I should respond to it. But I'm not paying attention to the people in front of me. It's just uh, non-verbally saying you don't matter to me as much. So, you know, trying to be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that Pinterest or and and honestly, it, it's email for me. Maybe for you, it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook for a day, a week, or an hour a day or whatnot. Uh, but regardless of, especially those social media apps, the thing about that is, I, I I heard it said that oftentimes we compare our behind the scenes, our real life, with other people's highlight reels, mm-hmm. and Completely. what we see on social media is often other people's highlight reels or their best times. So, mm-hmm. so once again, having some sort of media fast is going to help you feel less stressed because you're not going to be comparing yourself Mm -hmm. with other people as often. Completely. And another thing that we have tried to do as well, which is really, really hard because I think it's sort of hardwired in us to take pictures and video to remember things by, but to try to use your five senses to soak in a moment. So if you're on family vacation and you're on the beach and all your family is playing in the waves or something, to mentally take a picture of that and remember, you know, how the ocean smells, how uh, the laughter of your kids splashing in the water sounds like, uh, the sun setting in the background, what does it look like? And so when you recall those memories, you have those like visual, auditory, all of these different memories experienced in your five senses. I love that. In fact, that's actually not specifically on that vacation part, but that whole idea of us 
finding our identity mm-hmm. in experiences is actually something that's on the rise. It's on the rise, and I'm. Gonna, it's gonna. It's actually sneak peek. Going to be a chapter in my upcoming book. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, next week actually is when I'm going to start writing that one. So awesome. Yeah, awesome. Okay, okay. So number eight, declutter. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like we're not just talking the house and, you know, the closets and all of that. Let's start with something uh, small and let's talk about email for a minute. Mm. I I think there's a little part of us that kind of likes when we wake up in the morning and there's like 200 emails waiting for us. Almost like you're hoping that there's going to be one special email from somebody or whatnot, <laughs> but then it turns out it's all these advertisements. Yes, and you're like, ah, sometimes you're like, you don't even you don't even open them. You know what that certain store wants to sell you or whatnot, so you just like swipe, swipe, swipe to do that. So instead of doing that, uh, which you know, if you think about it, it only takes a couple seconds, but if you keep doing that over and over and over again in your lifespan, how long are you spending on? Um, you're junk, so right. Right? You're so right. So instead, open up that email and hit the unsubscribe button. Not the ones that we send you. No, no. <laughs> no, those are valuable. Yeah. Those do not create <laughs> junk in your life, right? Yeah, let's get that straight. Yeah. Other stuff, you know, I don't know, from a restaurant or whatnot or, you know, a membership somewhere. Who cares? Yeah. Just unsubscribe. <laughs> if you don't, if you're not even opening them to look at them, there you go. That's your filter right there. And truthfully, if you unsubscribe, it doesn't mean you're unsubscribed forever. If you're really missing it, you can go back and subscribe. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I used to take uh, when people would unsubscribe, um, unsubscribe from my email list. On, on my website mm-hmm. or our in-between one, I would take it personally because you can kind of see who subscribed and unsubscribed. <laughs> and then I realized, I was like, man, this is stressful. I'm not going to look right. at it anymore because yeah. they can unsubscribe for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter. So Completely. And yeah. you can subscribe again too, right? Yeah, precisely. So. The wait is over. Find out what happens in the thrilling conclusion of the 12th Dead Sea Squirrels book, Babylon Breakout. Hi, I'm Mike Naraki, co-creator of VeggieTales, voice of Larry the Cucumber, and author of The Dead Sea Squirrels. Get ready for more daring rescues and hilarious jokes as Merle and Pearl and their animal friends embark on a ridiculous mission to bust the kidnapped Gomez family out of Babyland, a Bible-themed amusement park with talking animals. Young readers will love the nutty misadventures of 10-year-old Michael and his friends and will learn all about biblical life lessons such as forgiveness and friendship. Read all 12 Dead Sea Squirrels books. Available wherever books are sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I like, Christina, how you, you wanted to also talk about triggers here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are kind of some triggers that you have that, that everyone else can use to know where they should start to declutter? So for me, things that I know naturally rise up my stress level would be a MSC kitchen. So, you know, we really try to before we go to bed as much as we can to clean up the dishes mm-hmm. and sweep. And, you know, so we wake up to uh, a clean kitchen as much as we can. And number two is a clean living room. Mm. And so on our main floor, um, you can see the kitchen and the living room sort of in the same space. But then the office and the playroom are kind of in nooks. So you don't really see them. So for me, does a playroom have to be spick and span every single day? No, it doesn't because that doesn't necessarily stress me out. But if I see stuff and toys and things I can step on in the living room when I wake up in the morning, like, 
I can feel my blood boil for whatever really? reason. Okay. Yeah, it just, it kind Especially of like... Especially those cushions on the floor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know why I have cushions. I love them so much, but literally I have watched the kids just get into the living room, run their hands over the couch to knock all of the cushions <laughs> on the floor and then run out. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, go! So, I mean, really, to simplify my life, I really should just get rid of the cushions, but they bring a little bit of color and joy into my life, so I keep them. But, you know, balance, right? Yeah, that's funny how different rooms can stress you out and not stress you out. If I have a ton of stuff on my desk, and oftentimes my desk becomes the the catch-all, you know, Christina. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Put it on daddy's desk. Yes, exactly. I'm like, oh, it's hard for me to work or begin working when that's the case. The other thing is I don't really care if the living room is messy or not. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really stress me out. What stresses me out is dirty dishes in the sink. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see what stresses each of us out right. and what doesn't. You're right about the kids. I mean, the kids, yeah, when there's like all this paper ripped up or whatever on the ground, in their playroom that stresses right you after I vacuum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that totally stresses Yeah, you're interpreting it as like ungratefulness <laughs> yes, too, right? precisely. Yeah. Another quick thing to declutter is unused apps. Mm, so there's yep. a lot of stuff that is sort of, you know, floating on your phone that you don't really use. Or maybe you had to download it for a certain thing. Like, for example, I had to download um, a timing app to time for the girls' swim meets. Uh, when that's over... I'm going to delete it because I'm not going to use that until next year when I time. So why am I keeping it hanging around? It just kind of clutters up my phone. Yeah. Cleaning out your car can help as well, especially if you have a regular commute. Just keeping it clean, doing a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to judge anyone and I'm not talking about you specifically if you think I'm talking about you. But we're not looking at you. Yeah, we're not. But sometimes when I would get a ride from someone else or see someone else's car and just see trash on the ground, you know, where the passenger seat would be or Mm -hmm. in the back, I'm like, surely all that trash is not from the very last time you drove your car. It's just kind of you throw it there. And the longer you do it, the harder it is to clean it up, up. the more effort. So just every time you get out of your car, grab whatever the trash is and just clean it out because there's always going to be a garbage can wherever you go. Well, flipping it, don't you feel like our parents probably feel the same way about us, though? Like, why are there cookie crumbs all over? (laughs) Like, can't you vacuum up the cookie crumbs and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, because they always seem to clean our cars when we go visit them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess our level of clean is a little bit different than Probably. their level. Probably. Well, yeah. you know, they haven't had kids in their house for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we're so appreciative. Thank you, mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So number nine, laugh. I think we're good at that. We are good. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe not when we're so stressed, mm. but I have seen. Which, which is why you go back to number four, whatever number four was. If you haven't listened to last episode, uh-huh. just remember number four. Right. I don't remember number four. That's okay. That's okay. Back. Number four. <laughs> okay. But laughing we'll is huge. We'll both listen to it. Yeah. 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 Laughing is huge because, uh, I mean, yes, there's the, the physical aspect of it, which, Christina, you can bring about and, and remind us of. But really, what laughing does is, I mean, it brings a lot of, it, it can change your mood in an instant. It can. And it can change the other person's mood. So I know sometimes uh, you're much better at this than I am. 
But if you feel like tension is rising in the conversation that we're having, that you'll throw in a joke or something. And even if I don't laugh at it and I kind of give you a look like, oh, that was stupid. And then you start laughing and then I have to try really hard not to laugh. Then it just sort of changes the the stress of the moment. It does. Um, and we've tried that with our kids as well. Sometimes just being silly or whatnot. Yeah. Or tickling them. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Or telling like a random joke and then they're like, oh, mommy. Or, yeah. you know, you're so silly. <laughs> daddy all of that um but so physiologically laughing brings more oxygen into your body and organs Mm -hmm. think about it right you're laughing with your you know your mouth usually really wide open and so you're breathing and all of that um it stimulates and relieves your stress response Mm -hmm. it relieves tension by relaxing your muscles because i guess when you're laughing i'm like "Ah, i guess you're (laughs) tense right does fake, laughing, does fake laughing work? And that probably not. But maybe sometimes you need to start fake laughing <laughs> to start real laughing. It's true. Fake laughing. laughing does lead to real laughing. Yeah, because fake laughing, like my fake laugh is really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so you could laugh at me. Um, or, you know, if you're not into fake laughing, uh, watch a funny show. Mm. Or The Office. Yes, I mean, we really Classic. like that one. Or like watch a funny movie or something that sort of changes your mood and, and that. So, um, yeah. Are, what I mean, funny movie. Are there any other funny? Are, are there any comedic or comedy movies these days that aren't totally sketchy? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have not. Have I watched a funny movie in a while? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We watch a lot of kids movies. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, those kids money. Yeah, we just watched The Incredibles uh, for the first time with our kids to in preparation for Incredibles two. Yeah, and it was so funny because when the big bald monster kind of guy yeah, was like attacking, Spider-ish. yeah, Macarios was like. <sighs> this can i watch the ipad yeah. and i was like no you can go this. play or you can go to bed and he just stayed and cuddled with us right and he was like so freaked out mm-hmm. he didn't want to watch it anymore and then when the movie ended and the credits were rolling he was like i want to watch incredibles too like right now right now <laughs> so anyway i don't know scare yourself silly i have no idea (laughs) yeah so watch a funny movie or show even if it's a rerun uh and spend time with friends and family honestly Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have to intentionally want to laugh you can just spend time with people you love Mm -hmm. and hang out with them for no particular purpose and share random stories yeah totally Yeah. yeah That'd be so. a great way to to kind of get that oxygen, relieve that stress, mm-hmm. and yeah, take it to the next level. All right. All right, last well, one. Here we are, numero 10. Chew gum. <laughs> you were hoping for something more, right? Yeah, well, we actually started the episode with, you know, remember, well, episode 25, mm-hmm. uh, with you asking me to chew gum. Yes. Because we're right beside each other right now recording this. Yeah. And even further back, our first episode, which we will link to in our show notes, is about getting older and double chins. And we recommended chewing gum. Yeah. I'm doing my chin exercise right now. You're kissing the sky. So this is like a two for one. This should be like 10A and 10B or something (laughs) together. Because chewing gum, not only does that help and is a super easy way to uh, release stress it also works to reduce your double chin 
Like, okay, you know what I have to do? You know what I have to do? Okay. Uh, So, baseball coaches. Yes. Always chew. Now, they may not, it may not be gum. It might be like tobacco or it could (laughs) be like sunflower seeds or this or that. But I'm going to start looking to see. If they have double chins if they have or not. Double chins. That's a good idea. Yeah. And if they do, it's then you have to check if they have a gut. Right. Then it probably just means they're that eating. That it's just yeah, yeah. Or whatever. They're they're chewing on other stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You should do like maybe like do you know those Instagram little I don't know what it you you can put six pictures in like yeah. one in one thing. Yeah. You should do that. Find six pictures of baseball coaches and zone in on their chins and see if they have it. Yeah. <laughs> With maybe. all the time that you have. Yes. <laughs> So. Maybe if I'm lying around wanting to relieve some stress, maybe right. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, there you go. But you're not supposed to be on your apps. But anyways. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so one theory is that chewing gum causes brain waves similar to those of relaxed people. What? Yes. Where did you see this? I will link to the show notes. That's in org slash episode 26. I was like, what episode are we on? <laughs> yes. Now, I'm not talking about like polite, like, just chewing gum behind the scenes like it has to be like, like the bubble chewing? gum like angry chewing yes you have to like deep okay. chewing <laughs> deep chewing is deep chewing a thing <laughs> okay now. so deep angry chewing yes leads to having the same brain waves as relaxed people similar brain waves to relaxed people <laughs> okay i don't believe you I well try know. it yeah try it okay. i dare you okay the next time i'm angry we have to give each other gum and we'll see what happens. Right. We'll connect to our MRI machines over there and we'll see what happens. There you go. I challenge you. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. And then we'll follow up. <laughs> okay. But for but legitimately, you will put it in the show notes? I will put it in okay, the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm fascinated. I yeah. want to read this too. Okay. I will. And another theory is that chewing gum promotes blood flow to the brain. So. Okay. I could, I could believe that. I could right. get there on that. But I don't know about the other one. Actually, we should do an Insta poll. Okay. The day this releases, okay. we should do an Insta poll. Make and a note. See if people think it's true or false. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Ooh. Which is true because 10 of these, out of 10 of these, one of them is a lie. No, but it's not. None of them are lies. Well, maybe. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You, you determine. <laughs> well, All we right. hope this episode, <laughs> this collection of episodes has been fun and enjoyable. And, and we hope that you can try at least one of the 10 ways to mm-hmm. be less stressed this upcoming week. So number one, exercise. Number two, meditation. Number three, practice gratitude. Number four, sex. See, that's what I was talking about. Oh, number five. How did I forget that one? You must have been so disappointed. <laughs> number five, palms down, down. palms up. Mm-hmm. Number six, realize, admit, and accept that you don't do everything and ask for help. Number seven, media fast. Number eight, Declutter. Number nine. Laugh. <laughs> and number 10, chew gum. Well, maybe, depending if you, yes. <laughs> if you believe it or not. Precisely. All right. So if you're not connected with us on social media, at Inbetween Show is our handle on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And once again, if you have a question that you'd love or a topic that you'd love for us to address, you can leave that there. Or we would love, we would absolutely love it if you even leave that as comment on an iTunes review, Apple Podcast review, because we do read every single one of those. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, next week, Christina, 
on episode 27, what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about how to eat in restaurants with your children. So I know, um, it's, I mean, our children are a little bit older now, but when they were younger, um, we still loved to eat out at restaurants. And so we really wanted them to participate in that and not pay for a babysitter, but also not be completely stressed out while we're eating and not cause havoc to all the other restauranteurs. Mm-hmm. So we have a few tips to share. We do. And as, as, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or even if the last two are the first ones that you've tuned in, one of the things that we say on the podcast is we are not experts. No, we are not. These are things that we try, that we're growing in, that, that we fail at, that we try Exactly. And sometimes we'll bring guests on who can address, especially those Simon Shea episodes 22 and 23 mm-hmm. about pornography. Once again, go. If you haven't listened to those, be sure to go back and do that. But for episode 27, Christina... I would say we're, I think we're pretty much experts at eating at restaurants with our kids. And the reason I say that. Yes. What is the reason? Okay. It's because we have heard comments and feedback from other people at restaurants time and time again. Like a ton of people. From like random strangers, from other friends. This is true. Uh, I'm afraid to say, you know, something like that. Because this week. Because who knows what's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, do you remember? Okay. Truth be told. Last story before we shut this thing off, but it was like a few weeks ago, we were at Chick-fil-A and the kids kept spilling <laughs> drinks. Like it was like, yeah, but if there's tragic any, comedy. Yeah, 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 but if there's any place to mess up like that, it's, it's Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry about the water. Oh, oh it's oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. pleasure to clean it up. I'm like, whoa, what else are you going to say? It. Okay, but legitimately that third spill. Was the cup. The cup was the bottom of the cup fell out. Yeah, and they weren't poking it. Yeah. Mm. It was it was it was a few of the cups. That's right. Chick-fil-A, get your act together. Well no. Yeah, you're awesome. (laughs) It's like I can't even I can't even speak badly about it. I'm not boycotting you. All right, so episode twenty seven, how to eat at restaurants with your kids. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do so and tell a friend about it as well. We will catch you next time. This episode was brought to you in part by the Lord of Spirits podcast. Many Christians yearn to break free of the influence of secular materialism and to understand the union of the seen and unseen worlds as made by God. What is the spiritual world like? Tune in wherever you get your podcasts.